Hi, everyone. It's Marilyn Alori, and welcome to Who Can It Be Now, a very special podcast episode. And we are going to be talking about um, success and how to define your success and how to own your success and what success means to you and also how to be your genius in success. And what's fascinating about this particular call is it's a genius call and um, genius calls for people who do the SaaS experience. They get it as a bonus. And then anybody who's in next level living, they get to come to any genius call they want to come to. And um, they always come a lot of the times. So they come to repetitive ones because I do different things. This particular call, we had some people that weren't in NLL and they didn't show up. And that happened to me a couple of days ago. So it's fascinating to me, the people that are doing the work and constantly showing up to change their lives and the people that are not doing the work to change their lives. Now, it could be a lot of the times, and I'm sharing this with you because I'm really starting to talk to more business owners, but success is about anything in your life, whether it's relationships, um, home, houses, whatever it is, success is really important. It's about a mindset thought. Now, it could be these people, um, when it, when you're giving something to someone for $97, right, they may be higher level. Like when I buy something $37, $97, I don't always go because it's not a big investment for me as a business owner. When I'm paying 5,000 to 10,000 for something, I'm showing up more. And that's a mindset thing as well, which we'll talk a tiny bit about today. So I really am excited to start bringing more of what I'm learning and what I'm evolving into to all of you. As I'm really working on um, my own mindset, my own 10Xing my life, my own um, what that means to me, what success means to me, how I plan on living my life, the more that I feel the people that work with me and my communities are going to benefit from that. But with that said, I just sent an email to someone um, recently today who was asking me about private coaching, which I only take very, very, very few clients in private coaching. I am going to start doing VIP 90-minute um, sessions. And I wrote her a very, very strong email. And I know her. She was in Soul Finder Academy. She's a wonderful person. And I wrote her a very strong email. And I said to her, you have until Monday, to, uh, today's Thursday. Monday to decide on this because I am no longer allowing people to sit on the fence. I don't care if it's a yes. I don't care if it's a no, but you're not allowed to sit here in a decision and come back around 30 days from now and say, okay, I'm ready. Why am I doing that to people? Because I find that a lot of people are constantly waiting for their life to happen. They're making excuses for things. I don't have enough time. I'm waiting until my 401k is really at a good place. I'm waiting till the stocks go up again. I'm waiting until I move. And there's always going to be something happening. Always. There, anybody on this call, has there ever been a time in your life when nothing has been going on, hasn't been going on ever? No. Something is always happening and we always are waiting for the better time. Now, it's not to say that sometimes if you're not dealing with certain health issues or, you know, you're caretaking certain things, but even during that, that's when you need it the most. That's when you need the support. That's when you need to take care of yourself. And I'm going to share a new ritual that I've started that is catapulting me to a whole other level. So I'm going to share this with all of you. But before I do that, I want you to think about the excuses you may be making in your life and why you're doing it. And I'll tell you why you're doing it. It's a distraction and it's because you're folk, uh, struggling with believing in yourself. That is the main reason why anybody doesn't do, why people don't do anything, like why we sit back and we wait. And I don't want anybody doing that anymore. I want you really feeling encouraged to try something. I want you to expect to fail at sometimes and not be worried about it. I want you to start shifting what I'm calling now the inner landscape, which is my inner being. Because I notice with myself, you know, I'm a very um, emotional person, always have been. But I'm also noticing that sometimes I get set off if something happens. Like I'm very focused. I'm focused on work. I can tell the dog's outside the door and the other dog is waiting. And, you know, so I get some very, very focused. And if something is like then coming into my arena, I'll be like, stop it. And I'm like, wait a second, don't react like that anymore. There's no reason to react like that anymore. So instead, on this podcast, I'm going to get up and I'm going to open the door for the dogs. That's it. Instead of riling myself up, getting upset, getting overly overwhelmed, I'm not going to shake this inner being anymore. Because when I shake this inner being, now he's going to ring the bell. When I shake this inner being, that's when other things get shook. So I am... So what I want to talk about is success, right? So the first thing I want to read to you is a quote. Um, 
and it's by Grant Cardone. And it's a quote that I'm reading in his book that I can't remember the name fully. It's a 10X book, believe it or not. I didn't go searching for it. It just, I started looking at him. I started listening to his stuff. I'm listening to one of his other books, Sell and Be Sold. And I'm reading this. So this is the new ritual I'm doing every morning. My community knows I journal every single morning. But I've been noticing that my journaling was a lot of kvetching, a lot of complaining. And I was like, wow, I need something else. I need journal prompts. I need something to get myself out of the place of this, just this is what happened and that happened and this. So I started listening to Grant Cardone's book and I was like, you know, I want to see what else he has to offer. And when I joined his list, there was an offer to get another one of his books for shipping. And I was like, oh, 10X, that's perfect for me. And I'm really enjoying it. So every morning I read, I journal and I read chapters and I he has journal questions at the end, but I'm also journaling through while I'm reading it. And what's great about it is it's making me really work through stuff really quick in a very fast way. And it's really shifting my inner landscape. So his quote is, success is not something that happens to you. It's something that happens because of you and because of the actions you take. I'm going to read it one more time. Success is not something that happens to you. It's something that happens because of you and because of the actions you take. Do you guys agree with that? Yeah. Okay. So you have to sh shift, not shit. You have to shift your mindset <laughs> to believe that you can and will be a success. Then do whatever it takes to stay committed to it. And I'm not telling you to work hard. I'm telling you to stay focused and stay driven. And I'm also not telling you. So one of the things that's interesting for me, and we will get into the work and I want to hear from you guys because I have questions right away. But one of the things that's interesting to me is I've been talking to different people. I've been letting go of a lot of people in my life because I'm recognizing they don't see me. They don't hear me, even though I've had 40 some odd years of relationships with them. And I'm not like kicking them out for good. I'm just not having that much to do with them. Because it's always about them. I, I hold so much space in my work for other people. I can't have relationships like that anymore. It needs to be a give and take. So I've been very picky about the people I have around me. And I was talking to one friend in particular recently who I love. and But she was talking about that she doesn't want to work hard anymore. And she's done with working hard. But what she was talking about is that driving force that it's never enough. And that I understand. You don't want to work from that place. I don't feel like I'm working from the place of, oh my goodness, I do this, do that, do this, do this. And it's always exhaustion. I'm like so inspired, so excited by everything I'm doing that I'm like, I have a Saturday afternoon. I want to work. I just got offered to write a chapter in a book. I'm not paying for it or anything. The woman saw me speak and say something. She was like, I really want you to contribute to this book. And it's a very short window. And it's about intuition and owning your intuition in business. That's what I told her I wanted to do because she said, I'd like it to be on intuition with you. And I was like, oh, and I was like, can I have more time? She's like, you can have one more day. <laughs> and I was like, okay, going to give you an answer tomorrow. I'm probably going to do it because I love sharing this information. It's a great opportunity. She's got a, a platform. Great. That's not working hard for me. So I may have to put a Saturday aside or a Sunday afternoon aside. That's fine because I love doing this. So what I want to ask you guys right now is, and I want you to put it in the chat, and if anybody wants to unmute and share, they can, but just make it succinct, please. What is your belief of success? What belief do you have about success right now? Anybody want to share verbally? Is it, is it possible and not elusive? Interesting. Love that, Sapphire. Love that. It's abundant. Love that. Working smart, not hard, Mary said. It's building and growing. Fully being present and loving myself. Great. Great. These are all great. So I want you, some of you already went to the place of a positive belief. Some of you are showing the struggle that you have with the word success, right? So what I would like you to tell me now is does this particular belief that you have right now, it's abundant, it is possible, but and not elusive, um, working smart, not hard. So these are really kind of positive beliefs. Does this belief support what you're desiring right now? Does it truly 100% support and do you believe it in what you want to do right now? 
I have next level I, I see Jill on here so hi Jill so happy you're here um but it's funny the next level living people you all have the very positive beliefs around this so it makes sense to me because you're in my program so there's a shout out to all of you but Jill I love you Jill used to be in SFA never working a day of your life because you love what you do but living comfortably I love that for you Jill love that Okay, reaching goals one step, be curious and give back. Yes, yes. Okay, so you all believe it. My belief supports me and I believe. Great. Okay. So now what I want you to do, since you're all a little bit different and you're all a little bit past the one I did on Tuesday, which is totally fine, and I might have asked the question differently, I want you to think about something that you would really, truly love to accomplish because success is the accomplishment of an aim or purpose. That's what the Oxford Dictionary says. Success is the accomplishment of an aim or purpose. So I want you to pick a pipe dream. Like Jill, for you, it'd be like never having to work, feel like you're working again and living like, I don't feel like my work is work. Absolutely love it. And last year it did feel like work. So I closed down membership for your soul. I knew that needed to go because I was feeling like I was dragging myself to do the work. But next level living, uh, coaching people, I love it. So I want you to think about your big dreams, right? Maybe it's being in the most romantic, amazing relationship. Maybe it's having a house at the beach. Maybe it is um, being such a published author that you're being invited to um, Soul, Super Soul Sunday. I want it to be big and I want you to think about it right now. I'm sure you all have something. What belief do you, and, and if you honestly hold the belief that you are still successful, that's great. I'm not going to sit here and argue with you that that's not true. So you may still have that, but is there a belief in there that's working against your success of this particular goal? Is there a belief in there that's working against your success of this goal? That's what I want to know. So there might be a niggle of a belief because we're all working on ourselves, right? I was talking to one of my clients yesterday, I'm coaching, and she was talking about the people she likes to help and they don't really think they need the help. They think they're emotionally fine. And I'm like, whoa, wait a second. First of all, she should be working with other healers and other spiritual teachers. And that's what we've been talking about. And I said, do you think I feel like I'm emotionally fine all the time? And she said, no. And I said, we're always evolving, right? There's always something to improve. So what is the, the belief that you need to improve a bit? Great. Uh, Deb says, traveling, relaxing, releasing. That's, that's the thing you want. Releasing my baggage, having a fabulous, great, great, great. So what's the belief that might be working against that? What's the belief that you we may, we may have to re-massage? Donna says, my book is the number one bestseller in California speaking engagements. I seek belief. Though decreasing all the time, I won't be noticed. Beautiful, Donna. Great. Great. Because um, I think what I'm trying to say is we're all human. And I'm tired of those people that are out there going, I've reached the pinnacle and I don't do work anymore and I don't need to. It's not true. We're constantly going. So I want people to recognize that in the moment they can massage a belief and rewrite it so that they can have a, more success with it. Um, Dev, I love that belief that I'm not worthy, which you are so working on, which is so wonderful. And I love how you're showing up. So good for you. Uh, Mary, trust I can have my dreams come to fruition. Love that one, Mary. I've got to tell you, I, I understand that one. I really do. It's great. Patricia, belief that possibly holds me back is that more advanced education may be needed to teach. That's a great one. I'm going to read this one. Belief that possibly holds me back is that more advanced education may be needed to teach social work at university level. There is, this is such a strong belief because I see people that want to be coaches and they're like, I have to be certified in this. I have to be certified in that. I can't do this. I can't do that. And I see this in certain cultures, um, in, in certain cultures from other people from other countries. I'm not going to say which ones because I don't know how it's going to come across that there's a belief system in the uh, in that particular culture that if you're not certified, you're not good. You're not going to be good. Now, there's definitely something about the university level that there may be certain protocols and stuff, but you have life experience. You have a tremendous amount of life experience. And what I would suggest with this type of belief is to rework it if it's something you don't think you want to do let me believe that my life experience can allow me to teach at the university level. 
when you hold that belief, then I would start communicating with certain universities and really coming from the place of, I did this, this, and this, which gave me more than an education that advanced education will give me. This is what I want to bring to your university. Is this something you're open to? And that's how I would address something like that. But I love that one because I see so many people like, I've got to get certified in coaching first before I coach. And then when I talk to them, they're already coaching people. They're already doing it. Uh, Dashka, negative belief is that people will not come to me. Beautiful. Great belief, Dashka. Love it. Um, Lisa, every time I think about a big goal, I start feeling like I'm not doing enough to get there. And that goes against my desire to also live life at a leisurely pace, which I have a right now. But it also means a slower pace towards my goal. I think what's happening to you, Lisa, is a balance of time and energy because you're still working the bridge job. And then you have family obligations and then I would imagine that if you carve out the time, even if it's a half hour a day or an hour a day towards your business, like being more productive and with your time, like, okay, I can't get it to it Monday and Thursday, but Friday for three hours, that's when I'm doing it. I think you'll feel like you're getting more done because it'll be more focused because we spend so much energy and emotion on what we're not doing when we need to just take that energy and emotion and just focus it in a short time and do what we need to do. And that moves the needle faster. That's what I would suggest, but I understand that one. Fear of lack causing me to take a real job versus dream job because it might not in the cards for me. Am I good enough? Such a good one, Jill. The am I good enough is at the basis, I feel like, for everything, for all these beliefs. And this is something that you constantly want to be working on. And I just wrote a post today. I put it on my business page. I didn't put it on my personal page yet. And I said, mindset is everything. And I wrote all the things that people do. I don't have enough time. I don't have enough money. I have to wait until my debt is paid. I have to move. I have to wait until the kids are older. I have to wait for this. I have to wait for that. <laughs> the time one cracks me up because there's always time. I'm like, if you're reading this post, you just wasted five minutes of time. So there's always time. But what happens is we use those things as distraction because we don't believe in ourselves. So we use the other stuff as an excuse because of the belief. Okay, so let's move you into your genius. So first, before we do that, I want you all to rewrite this belief to something that you believe. Now, the way that I want you to do that is if it's, I'm not sure if I'm good enough, right? And that's a hard belief. I don't want a, a bull crap affirmation that's not going to work. I don't want you to act as if. I want you to say, you know what? But I always show up for myself. And I'm on this call right now working on myself. Therefore, I am getting stronger and stronger in my belief towards myself every day. I want you to write something that makes it believable, tangible, and you can anchor into it. I'd like you to share them before we move on. And what I find with my own belief system, as I'm, I feel like I'm in another period of my life where I'm brushing up against a lot of belief systems and rewriting them and re um, and getting rid of the ones that are limiting me. And uh, I think we're always doing that. Like I said, I think there's always an evolution. I think there's periods in our life where they're, they're, we're doing it more than others. I do believe that because I see it in myself, different periods. But you want to get anything and everything that you can to support where you're going. And that's like started in earlier in the call. I'm letting go of certain people. You know, I'm spending my time at things that really fuel me and feed me. I'm get I woke up this morning and I had like this girl that I play tennis with, her her voice in my head, you need to play more, you know. And I was like, why am I allowing this little this person to affect like my thoughts around how, how many, you, when I'm on USTA, how many games I'm going to play. That's up to me to decide, not her. And I don't, it's not about her. She's just a pawn in the game for me to get to a better mental state in my own being and to own myself. And when she said it to me, I was like, I'll play as many as I want. You know, I'm not going to put up with that nonsense, but it still got in. And we have to be conscious to what gets in because it could derail us. Now, I'm very conscious of what is going on in my inner dialogue. So I was just like, I just journaled about it a bit. And I was like, whatever, you know, and there's probably still stuff that I have to let go of. We're not perfect, but everything allows us a moment to rewrite it so that really it supports us. Okay, let's see what we have here. And then we're going to move on. Um, 
Donna, I'm seeing and finding signs proving I'm noticed. Love that one, Donna. Perfect. Sapphire, I'm allowing the publishing of my book to be easy and fun. I love that. How does that feel? Good? Yeah. Patricia, my depth and breadth of decades of clinical experience is sufficient to land a university teaching part-time job. Does that feel like truth or what, Patricia? Yes. You can unmute if you want. You can just say yes or no. Yes, truth. It does to me. Just reading it, that feels so much more truthful than the other one. I trust I see and hear myself. I love this for you, Mary. The universe responds completing my dreams come true. Great. I have always been successful in the past. This is beautiful, Jill. When challenged or doing something new that is still true now, I'm loved and, gu loved and guided. Love that. Um, I'm focusing on seeing on me and seeing all the growth that is happening. Beautiful, Deb. Small gains equals big rewards. Love that, Lisa. Didn't see yours, Dashka, but I hope to see it. Okay. So let's get into your genius, having success in your genius. So uh, Jill is new to this concept, so let me explain it. And anybody who's listening on the podcast may be new, new to it. Genius for me is that unique thing that you have that nobody else has. We can all be uh, psychic mediums. We can all be speaking to deceased people. But we're all going to communicate that message differently because of our life experiences, because of our passions, because of our mission in life, our, our, our soul footprint here. So your genius is a combination of life experiences, passions. We're going to go through them today. But I want you to recognize that what you have, even if you're teaching at a university and you're all teaching clinical psychology, you're going to teach differently than anybody else because of who you are. So a definition for genius is according to exceptional intellectual or creative power or other natural ability. A person who is exceptionally intelligent or creative, either generally or in some particular respect. Now, for me, genius, we're all exceptionally intelligent. We're all exceptionally creative. We're all exceptionally unique. It's not whether I have a high IQ or not. It's what I am passionate about in my life and what I'm bringing to the table. So I want you to own that you all have genius. And I know that a lot of you do already. So what is your genius? Do you have an idea what your genius is? I want you to take a moment now and we're going to write some, but I'd love you to put in the chat so I see where you're at with your genius. I love that belief. I'd love you to put it in the chat. I really, and it doesn't have to be like, this is it. This is the only thing I have. I don't want to write this down because there's so much more. Of course, there's more. The more you live it, the more you're going to grow in it. Deb says, love this. Oh, a great Pat was before you. Natural teaching gifts. Beautiful. Love that. Healing energy, compassion, and being a positive person. Beautiful. Just going to take a couple more. Always dreaming stories, ability to connect others to their goals. Love that, Jill. That is so great. Uh, Sapphire, my genius includes taking an experience and put into words that inspire, motivate, and motivate individuals in a practical way. Love that. Beautiful. Okay. So do you believe... Do you think your genius can be even bigger than what you wrote? I want a yes or a no. Do you think your genius can be even bigger than what you wrote? Yes, yes, absolutely. Yes, yes, yes. Good. Love it. So already we're dealing with a pliable mindset. We're dealing with a great mindset because you're not saying, yeah, but no, and this. And well, first of all, a lot of you know me. I won't put up with that anyway. But you're not really doing it. You're really engaging in the material. And you're like, let's see where this goes. That's all I'm asking, which is so great. Great work. Okay. Now we're going to get into the work. It's going to be a short one this time, but I feel like it's going to get you clear. I want you to write down, and this you can write down for yourself because you're going to summarize it into a thing for me. What do you love to do? What do you love to do? I'm going to give you like a minute to write this down. And for those of you who are listening, you could speak it out loud. When you speak it out loud, 
it helps you to own things. It helps you to also feel it differently in your body. What do you love to do? I don't want you to think just about a career. I want you to think like Pat likes dancing or um, uh, Deb likes to go. I know you took those pictures in that mall. I can't remember the exact thing, but you've had such joy in your face, you know, connecting with people. I want you to think outside the realms of your career, what you love to do. And I want you to take a moment now and write that down. I'll give you a few more seconds. Okay. The next thing I want you to ask yourself is what are you passionate about? What are you passionate about? And if anybody has a question about that and needs me to define passion, just ask me, just unmute and ask. Okay. Finish up writing. You can always add to it. You can always give more to it. So the next question I have for you is what was one life experience that you had that was life-changing and what did you learn from it? So write down, like, just write a sentence or, you know, my move to Marin, that's a big life-changing experience for me. What was one life experience that you had that was life-changing and what did you learn from it? What did you learn about yourself or what did you learn about it? Just write that down. And I want you to add to that, like what character traits were born from that life-changing experience? Did it make you more courageous, more um, creative, uh, more trusting in yourself, in your decisions? Um, what, what positive, not negative, what positive uh, character traits were born from that experience? Okay. So now I'm going to have you put this all together to form your genius, right? And as like, I think this is, I don't know how many calls Dashka has been on with me with these. And she, every time she comes on there, she says she discovers another thing, which is so great. So you may have this, you may be honing the same thing, Dashka, or anybody else who's heard this before, or you may come up with something new, or there might be a new thing. So I actually have been doing teaching these for like two, three years. I'm going to give you mine so you can come up with yours. I've been teaching this for about two, three years now. And um, I came up with something that I never realized today. And it's something I kind of knew, but I didn't realize it. So actually when I wrote it on Monday, I love telling stories. I love engaging people, helping them to not feel alone, to feel motivated through my stories so they take action. I'm passionate about helping people to believe in themselves and not settle in their life. One life changing, and this was the new thing for me, one life changing experience was moving up here. I'm courageous. I knew that. I'm resilient. But today I realized that I won't sit in a place if I'm bored and miserable. I always choose to change. And I recognized that in myself. And I was like, oh my goodness, this is so true. I won't stay in any place I'm miserable in, a job. I don't care what it is. And I don't know where this came from. I've had this my whole life. If I'm miserable, I leave. And I go to something else. That's a great trait for me. That's something I'm teaching everybody else to do. So take a moment now and, and put this together for yourself by engaging You know what you love to do, what you're passionate about, 
and why you're the person to do this because of your life experience. So I'm going to give you like a minute to do that. And of course, if anybody has questions, just unmute. Can you say the last sentence again, Marilyn? Uh, the last sentence of what I wanted from you? Yes. Yeah, sure. So basically what you're putting together, Dashka, is, let me just go over my notes. It'll help. What you love to do, mm -hmm. what, you're, why, who, what you're passionate about, and how this life-changing experience makes you an expert to help others in this particular way. What you love to yeah. do, what you're passionate about, that life experience gave you these, these traits that makes you the perfect person for this. Does that make sense, honey? Yeah, thank you. You're welcome. All right, so I just have a couple more things and then we're gonna open up to hot seats or questions around this or any place you need coaching. So all of what I read is what I love to do. And if you asked me 10 years ago when I was doing readings and everything, I don't know that I would have been able to put all those pieces together because I didn't have the life experience then to know that that's what I love to do. And I was already had performed my own monologues and enjoyed the laughter of people or the the people that would come up to me after and be like, oh my goodness, I didn't realize that you, that was your experience in your life. That's so incredible. And it's a very touching experience. So I knew I liked storytelling a lot. I knew I liked writing, but as I grow and as I continue to operate in what I love to do and not deny myself that I continue to discover more of my capabilities and it makes me want to do it more in my life. And I feel like that gives me momentum to continue to follow my dreams. Right? So if I was sitting here denying my whole full experience from the inside out, I may not recognize that I may be exhausted. Like last year, I really hit an exhaustion point because I recognized that what I would started out doing 10 years ago with my membership program was not who I was anymore because I evolved past it. And if I had just stayed with it because it was such a successful program, I would have denied myself what spirit wanted next for me. So we're always in conversation. We're always evolving. Our genius does not stay still. If you think about who we would normally say are geniuses in the world, and I think genius is every one of us, but Einstein, Edison, um, Henry Ford, you know, I'm pulling up a lot of old names, but these are people that are constantly out there as geniuses. I don't think any one of them ever sat still or would sit still. They were constantly innovating and inventing. Steve Jobs. So can you be a success at your genius? I want to know in the Zoom, can you be a success at your genius? I'd like to hear yes or no. And if it's a no, you can even do it from a scale from one to 10, like one, no. You know, I always do one is no's, 10 is yes. It could be a four right now, a five right now. Okay, everybody's a yes. Donna's a 10, great. I know I gave the numbers after. Okay, good. Good. Great. Okay. What do you need to do? What do you need to change for yourself? So you take action in this. What do you need to change for yourself? So you take action in this. And I want this to be, I don't want to hear, I don't want to hear from people anymore. When I hear from somebody, I'm like, oh, how's it going? They're like, I got this great idea. Da, 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 da. I'm like, okay, so what are you doing? I'm talking to my guides. No, no. Because what that tells me is that you're sitting there waiting for the universe to bring you something. And the universe isn't going to. Maybe that was years ago where there was this belief that we could sit on a couch, we could meditate, and then the opportunity would show up. But I don't feel ever since 2020, that is how the world operates. I don't know that it ever really operated that way because what meditation was doing to people was shifting their insides, having them feel like they already had it. So then the universe was like, oh, here it is. And then you were able to see it. We always have to take action. So I don't want to hear anymore from people, oh, I'm talking to my guides. I'm like that, I'm going to call bullshit on that one from now on. I want to hear action. Now the action oriented steps could be, I'm going to read five pages every single night to help me believe. I don't mind that. 
I'm going to meditate for five minutes and then I'm going to go take an action oriented step that my guides tell me. Good. I can't take an action anymore. I refuse to. I'm a toughie. All right. I want to hear what you're going to do, though. You have to tell me. Because the inside, somewhere inside of you, especially for those of us who are over 50, I believe, or maybe even over 40, but I definitely over 50, we were brought up with an idea of what success is. And success was working really hard, getting the 401k, having the retirement plan. I don't have, I'm not poo-pooing any of that. I'm really not. I have a problem with it when it stops you from living, everybody waits till they're retired before they live their life. That's when I have a problem with it. I think money security is great. I'm never one of those people that's like, leave your job today. I'm like, make a plan, make a plan, but don't sit and wait till that day comes before you living. When I was at NBC Olympics, making a lot of money at a very young age, I was every, every night doing something with acting. I was in acting classes. I was doing workshops. I was um, getting my pictures taken. I was constantly working at it because I knew when that contract had ended, I needed, I was what I wanted to go to. I committed to my soul, committed to myself. We have to take action, but we have to also recognize in the action when we're taking action, where does this belief system that was passed down to us by generations that is no longer true for us. And then you have to find your comfort zone with it. So when somebody was just recently saying to me, I'm not, I'm making quarter million dollars. I'm not going to leave my career. I was like, I'm not telling you to leave your job tomorrow. I never would. People who tell me they just gave up everything and they have no plan of where they're going. I, I don't, I'm like, good luck. Some people can do it because they, they really believe in it. Some people, I see them fall flat on their face. All right, let's see what we have here. Um, I love this, Pat. Explore whether expressive arts could be blended with counseling curriculum. So I was on a call, when I was on a call Tuesday, that came up. I love that. And I can't remember the idea I gave her about that expressive arts. I said to her, I suggest you talk to yoga studios and dance studios that already have a clientele and possibly bring to them, bring to them, don't say, hey, would you be open to this? Say, hey, I have an hour long workshop that takes expressive arts and therapy and opens up, blah, 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 blah. Would you be interested in talking more about this? A lot of times, like in yoga studios, they will accept something like that. They're looking for someone like you to come in for the weekend to do a special type of event. Sometimes a yoga studio will want you to partner up with a yoga teacher, which a lot of yoga teachers will be open to that because they want you to tap into their clientele. I've seen it both ways and I've done it both ways. I know the yoga studio in LA, California, not LA, in uh, Northern Cal, they're constantly bringing, that's where I got the mantra person, the mala person from, the mala bee person to come in as a bonus. Um, okay. Write like crazy and put myself out there, share and open to other people. You're doing great with that, Donna. You really are. So you should feel really good about it. I'm I'm so excited about where you're going and what you're doing. And you're you're getting clearer and clearer how much time it takes to write. And you're t- carving that time out to do it. I'm Deb, I'm rewriting my thoughts to believe I'm worthy. You're really doing great at that too, Deb. Really so happy for you. Um, I could see it in your face. You're lit up. You're just, you're, you're shining. So beautiful to see. Uh, Mary, productivity blocks of time. So good for you, Mary, each week and a daily commitment. And you've been doing great with clearing stuff out. So I'm really good. Uh, Lisa, continue to practice my intuitive skills and to build connections with others and to hold the feelings of having a regular stream of paying clients. Lisa, I want you to start looking at um, groups where people, where you can go into, not poach clients, but really participate in and start offering up value so that you can start getting seen, visible as your expert, business expert. Okay. It's really important to do because I think, and I'm learning this myself as a business owner, I kind of like, okay, I had a lot of opportunities with telesummits, which, you know, I already had a lot of opportunity when I was working as a reader. So I was booked out with that because I put myself out there in certain ways. I did specific things marketing wise that just felt intuitive to me, but then teaching wise telesummits had me out. And now that I'm not doing those specific telesummits anymore, I'm finding innovative ways and I'm learning a lot from Molly Mahoney. I think she's incredible. I would follow her because she does teach a lot of great stuff. Um, And I'll bring more of that into Next Level Living. Or if you have questions about it, ask me in Next Level Living and I'll do a video on it and try to help you there. Uh, Sapphire, schedule four hours a weekday for me to create and educate. Love that. 
Jill started reading The Artist's Way. Love that. And commit to activities and start applying to dreams. Start master's in education. School has always been positive and opens my eyes to new things. Ask for help with books and reviews. What I've written without feeling embarrassed. Beautiful, Jill. Very, very good. Okay. So I want you to tell me now in the next 48 hours, one little thing that you're going to do that tells the universe that you're a genius and you're ready to be a success in your genius. Because as my NLL people know, my biggest prayer lately is asking to help for spirit to help me. It's actually St. Therese is what I've been praying to, to help me to stand in my greatness. And it's not from an ego place. It's like, and, and I also say from ease and grace, I'm like, I'm ready to stand in my greatness. Show me how to do that. Uh, what do I need to do? Like, where do I need to go? Who do I need to talk to? What do I need to say? And she's like pointing me to books and pointing me to people to study with and things to do myself that cultivate my own heart and soul. This weekend, this past weekend, I'm recording this on March 3rd, 23rd, 2023. This past weekend was a wonky weekend for me. It was emotionally wonky. And I recognized that I felt disconnected and I have to do something every day that makes me feel connected. If I'm not feeling connected, I feel lost inside. So what's one active thing that you can do that says to the universe, I'm ready to stand in my greatness and I'm ready to be a success at it in the next 48 hours. Let's see what we have. You know, Dashka, for you, honey, if there's something you can do one to many, take the advice I said a little bit to Pat and think about where you can bring it as well. You also probably chiropractic offices might be open to what you have to offer. And so there's different ways that we can work on you bringing that particular thing. And even if it's um, a demonstration to the chiropractor or a massage therapist or somebody, this is what I did when I was doing readings. I called life coaches, I called certain healers and I gave them free readings. And then they started recommending me like crazy. And the other area I did, which I think is different these days, there was a mom's group, which you might have a lot of help in mom's group, mom's groups, because they may need it. Um, I did an email thing where this mom's group went out and at, wrote about me. And man, I got so many clients from that. It was crazy. And they were all like big wig Hollywood people. I have an um, appointment with a naturopath tomorrow. Good. To do that. Yeah. Keep, keep doing that, sweetie, because word of mouth is going to be phenomenal for you and it's going to really help. Yeah. Thank and you. Yo and yoga studios and yoga teachers, if you look online, like at your yoga studios and see if the yoga teachers, if they're social media friendly, like if they have a social media following, contact them. Because that's another great place for your type of healing, because yoga, we're so involved in our healing our body from the inside out. Okay. Yes. Perfect. Okay. I got today um, integrating the spirit with the body. So yeah, thank you. that's perfect. Yeah. That could be a, a name of a workshop, you know, a name of a talk. You can even do like I'm starting to do. Um, I just put it out there, but I haven't. We'll see how it goes. But I want to do certain Zoom calls. They'll probably be my podcast where I teach something specifically. So mm -hmm. that's great. I love that. OK, thank you. You're welcome. So uh, audition application for Boston Pops Gospel Choir. I love that, Pat. Great networking opportunity as well as joyful praise. It's beautiful. It's beautiful. It's great action. Uh, Sapphire says next 48 hours research class to learn about self-publishing. I may have one for you. So contact me. Okay. Yeah. Um, it's a, it's a little bit, it's a, my friend did it and it was a good program. So, so contact me and I'll share it with you. Okay. All right. So now's the time for me to answer any questions you have or help you to get clarity. Or if you're struggling with anything, please ask because it's an open forum now. Or if anybody wants to share their experience, that would be great. And what I would really like you to do in the chat, because I want to start sharing little testimonials about these genius calls, please give me your biggest takeaway, your biggest takeaway. And I'm going to use probably your first name. So who does anybody have questions for me or need help at all? No, Jill, do you need any help? Cause you're new to the group. Okay. Well, that's good then. What is that Mary? Oh, that's what you're going to do. Inspirational quote and journaling. Great, 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 great. Okay. So if none of you have questions, give me your biggest takeaways, but I'm happy to help if anybody's struggling with anything. 
but I would like to know your biggest takeaways because I have to make sure that um, the one thing is like what I love about this work is it can do a shift, right? I've never seen anybody do a genius call where they don't have a transformation or the SAS experience where they don't have a transformation. But what I do see is that people don't carry a uh, follow through with it. They have the momentum. They're like, it's so exciting. I finally got it. And then they fizzle out. And I don't want people fizzling out anymore. I want people continuing with the momentum of doing it. And like I said, I'm very honest and very transparent. It's not to say that I don't have, I had a weekend where I was like, oh, this is horrible. What's coming up. It just felt so yucky. And I just had to walk through it. And the other thing too is it's it's just, I'm not taking anything. I'm not drinking. I'm not doing anything to take keep the emotions down. So everything's coming up when it wants to come up and I'm not pushing it down because it wants to come up for a reason. It wants to clear. It wants me to fully embody and embrace who I am. So know that that's going to happen, but it doesn't mean you stop your dream. I don't want people stopping the dream anymore. And I want to be clear about something that Monique said on the testimonial call about Next Level Living when I was just trying to touch in with people to see where they were at with things. Um, and she said, it takes your wishing to concrete living. That's what she felt Next Level Living does. It takes your wishing to concrete living. And when she said that, I went, oh my goodness, because I it's hard for me to put into words what the program does for people. And I was like, oh my goodness, that is so true because that's what I feel like I'm doing in my own life. That's what, what made me shift at the end of 2021. It's like, what, all these dreams in my head, why aren't I pulling them out into concrete living? I teach this. And that's where it was like, you have to 10X your life. Oh, what does that mean? Well, you have to um, really start moving the needle. Okay, so I started moving the needles and everything just fell apart, which was great. It needed to. It was really hard, but it needed to. And then I started building a new foundation. And with that, I'm it's now I'm putting things into concrete action. And I'm also not waiting for the universe or for somebody to knock on my door and say, I see you, I hear you. Instead, I'm like, this is me. This is what I do. I think you and I would be great partners. I think I can really help you. I think I can do this. And that's what I want for all of you. Any questions at all? All right. So I'm going to read some of the takeaways. Uh, and Lisa says an expanded vision of my genius. I love that, Lisa. You had such a big breakthrough the first time I ever did this call. So it's great. Do you want to talk about the breakthrough you had real quick that first time? And I really want to hear from everybody their biggest takeaway. And if you don't want me to use your name, just put question mark and I'll know not to use your name. Go ahead, Lisa. That first time, I think, was really seeing that me as, I feel like just an ordinary person that hadn't been through a major trauma or anything, still had something to offer just from my own life experience. Um, that Yeah, that would be it. But now I see it even I, doing that little exercise that we did, putting it all together. I, I really feel like I, I have a way with words that helps people find their own um their own way to feel better and uh, in a way that's 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 fun and uh, help I don't know lifts everybody up <laughs> what did you I want to speak to what you just said about not having a traumatic experience I understand that I was talking to a client yesterday and she said the same thing she's like I don't have I didn't have this really difficult life and all these healers and teachers and coaches out there are always talking about the things. And she said, so I, I sometimes question if I can, you know, if I'm the right person because of that. And I was like, you're totally the right person for it because you don't need to have a traumatic experience in order to have a gift to help others who are going through trauma. If anything, you could hold a certain space for them. So thank you for bringing that up because there's other people that feel that way too, Lisa. Yeah. Um, I've also found that, um, uh, a lot of times people who have been through a trauma have done a lot of work. And by the time I encounter them, they're, they're in a different place. So they're not trying to get past the trauma. Yeah. Go ahead. I'm able to step in and help with that. Huge one. That's what we were talking about yesterday, the type of clients you want to work with. And um, I'm very specific that I, you're, you're my type of clients, right? It's the people who, 
are willing to take it, invest in themselves, to take action that they know they're worthy. They're not waiting. You guys are all action takers. Like, I don't want to work with anyone who's not an action taker. And I don't care if there's certain struggles going on. You know, I'm okay with that. That's what I'm here for. But it's so important to me. Great job. What was yours, Lisa? I just want to hear it. Your new one that you came up with today. Um, I use my voice and words to help others see the way forward that feels good for them um, to find their own lighted pathway. That's the name of my business, lighted pathway, uh, in a way that's beautiful and fun. I love that. And your business is the lighted pathway. The lighted pathway. I love that. That is beautiful. That's so perfect for you. Thanks. And I love how you weave that in. Thanks. So great. Thank you. Good job. Does anybody else want to share theirs when we're, as we're wrapping up? Debbie, thanks. Thank you for what you wrote in the chat. Okay. Debbie wrote, Marilyn, there are other spiritual people that offer their assistance, but I feel so connected to you, connected to you. And I love how honest and straightforward you are. Thank you, honey. Appreciate that. Did anybody want to share? Okay. Great. I love you guys. I think you're incredible. And um, I'm just really happy for all of you. And <laughs> Mary, I love this. Acknowledge. Thank you, Deb, for noticing that. Acknowledge where I am. Keeping it simple keeps me on track. It's such a good one. Such a good one. Because I'm very like, I may come across, I, I remember when I'm just going to say this last story, and then I promise I'm going to end. In membership, when I was closing it down, like I got a couple of angry emails stop making me do something I don't want to do. You want me to have a business. You want me. And I was like, I wasn't saying any of that. I'm just telling you I'm pivoting and starting to work with different people. I'm happy with my life. People are really angry at me. And I just, that, that doesn't, doesn't have to do with me. So Mary, I love the fact that you can be around my energy and you recognize what you need in order to succeed. And if it's too much, you know, I'm not saying, I think you're doing it great. So I hope you realize that what I'm saying is acknowledging the fact that you're saying, keep it simple, keeps me on track. That's phenomenal. I don't think there's, I think that's amazing. Do you hear that? Do you understand that? You do? Okay. Do you want to say anything to that? Or you just want to? Um, yes, I sort of hit me in a, in a bad kind of way. Um, one of my escapes as playing um games mm. and i realized the more the game became cluttered up you know you aren't functioning as well but it was a great wonderful analogy for what i've sort of connected with the house and my big project of organizing it and selling it you know but, and i realized i have to keep it simple and that's when i'm being successful is keeping it simple Love that. And thank you for sharing that because so many people say they don't have time or something and they're distracting by doing those things because they feel they need to do that because they're emotionally, you're going through a lot as you're clearing out houses, you know, all this kind of stuff that's happening. And I just really appreciate that you shared that. And I love that you found that goal is the success goal right now. It's so good for you. I love when you share on the next level living page, something you've cleaned out. It's just amazing. All right, guys, thank you so much. I'm sending you so much love and uh, I will be talking to you soon. Bye. Big hearts. Bye.